When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. Good evening, and if you're just tuning in, you are listening live to the Angel Rock. I'm one of the hosts of this evening is this evening's show on 105.3 out of New Orleans, Louisiana. You're listening to United Public Radio Network, also known as UFO Paranormal Radio Network. This is the thing at the the foot of the bed. I am Laura Lee Potvin, one of the hosts. I want to remind you, I always forget, I am also a host of my own show here on United Public Radio Network, or just we'll call it UPRN. Um, on Monday nights, same time, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the Angel Rock. But tonight, we've already got people here. We've got Sandra, and I won't say more because I want to intro. I should tell you a little bit about me if you've never been here. I am a Canadian clairvoyant medium, crystal reiki, energy healer, Kashik records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor and registered nurse and here is my amazing co-host and good friend of mine david hansel tell them about yourself dave (laughs) well everybody uh, my name is david hansel and i am a spiritual medium which basically means i just connect to everything over there anything that's not in the physical um doing it for a long time um i also have another podcast outside of this called mystic stew um which is pre-recorded small vignettes of me answering some crazy questions um so lori i have a connect uh, a question for you Lori, and the question is what's at the foot of your bed well many things are at the foot of my bed i've had have many strange things going on in my life as we often do especially when we do the line of work that we do but the one thing that i think we'd like to start this show off with david and i decided let's talk about what's going on in the sky over here in north america dave what's at the foot of your bed well the balloons are at the foot of my bed <laughs> i think somebody is sending balloons to the foot of my bed no um literally we, me and laura lee wanted to talk about this tonight because so many people um are out there uh, there's a lot of information a lot of misinformation a lot of cover-up stuff a lot of everything you know that's normal and natural that's par for the course in uh in the physical timeline but it has been crazy. The first balloon, I, you know, whatever, they showed us what it was. We know what it was. It is definitely a balloon and it had nothing to do. I don't think that balloon had anything to do with beings from outside this world. Although the other three and the ones that they've been finding around the world, um, it, make a long story short, a lot of them are coming from us here but there's a reason that they're being put up there and i'm going to stop uh, you right there for one sec because i forgot to mention something important sorry everybody if you are listening we gave people a few minutes to get in here if you want us to see your comments and questions please head over to either the you it's ufo youtube or facebook page both by the same name it's under ufo paranormal radio i'm going to quickly shout out sandra she's from 
Corvallis or Oregon. I hope I said that right, Sandra. Janie's here. I know she's from uh, New Orleans. And we got Alejandra or Alejandro. I'm sorry, Alejandro Moreno. How are you from Chile? I send you a hug and we send you one right back, all of you. Sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to cut you off, but send you hugs back. Oh, but anyway, I, it's open to discussion because although I got a lot of information about this and I got information about it last year, not saying that I'm like this Nostradamus thing. I just knew um, a couple people that I knew, um, knew these stuff was going to start happening. 2023 is the beginning. We just got out of, um, somebody had said, I got to remember his name. Um, and if I do, I will give him a shout out here. I don't know him, but he said something that I agreed with quite a bit. And we're coming out of a 26,000 year spiritual cycle. And we're going into the next, I guess, wherever we're heading. And I think that's why all the craziness has started happening. What are your thoughts on some of this, Laura Lee? Well, there's a reason why Joe, I'm going to give him a shout out, Joe Montaldo, the owner of EOPRN, who gives us these lovely spaces here. Uh, don't forget, guys, please share and subscribe. Uh, share with your friends, your family, people you may know on social media. There's something new for everybody on this uh, network. We're adding all kinds of new hosts. I forgot to mention all this at the beginning. Sorry, guys. Um, as well, we are we do have a Roku channel channel on um, for UPRN. Now, some of the hosts will be looking into their own channel to un, to add under the network channel. So take a look at that. If you want to find it, you go to the channel store and you're going to search UFO space P as in Peter, like for paranormal. It comes up. I think it's about the third or fourth one down. It'll say UFO paranormal and United Public. That's our channel, so make sure to check it out. But the reason why I mention this, oh, the big long diatribe, I always like to give uh, Joe a shout out because he really is good to all of us. He's been doing this for quite a while. One of the best networks I've ever been on. I'm going on four years here. Uh, he calls me conspiracy princess. He says I'm not the queen because he knows someone that thinks I'm more of a conspiracy theorist. As I always say, though, we are going to be the last to know, I think. And to me... I got to tell you, I'm on the fence there. I had a conversation with Adele. I'm going to give him a shout out. He's on right after us tonight with, with um, my brain is not working. Sorry, guys. It, with uh, the delicious recipe, not a cooking show. <laughs> and he's got Lorian Fenton on, who's a friend of mine. And I will be having at the end of uh, the month on my show, The Angel Rock. She's in, was involved with Move fun a lot of ufology and stuff so stay tuned for that but Dell and I were talking about this what do you think it is now I understand as I understand it first of all I think us civilians will always be the last to know also it seems like in the past when you do have some brave few that come through with the military and speak about it they say that they're their weapons have been useless against UFOs so is it a UFO I don't know. I'm two schools of thoughts. I will say very quickly. There's a lot of them all of a sudden in the last week or so. I'm from Canada. You're in the U.S. And they're sneaking through Alaska into Canada and then wherever. But this is a conspiracy. But we, I don't think we can rule it out. How do we know that there's not something airborne? We don't know being shot down. We don't know. I'm not saying that's happening. I'm not trying to spread fear. I think we have to be open-minded. Is But I also am of the mind, and I've been hearing this from other fellow intuitives, that 
um, what's a nice word to use? Extraterrestrials, I guess, are letting us know that they're here. They are here for humanity. So I am not sure, but let's hear your thoughts, David. I didn't mean to go on so long with that, but what's your thoughts? It's okay. I have two schools of thoughts. One, you too. say this, um, as far as Dave is concerned, my opinion, yes, they're here. Yes, they've always been here. Yes, they're coming yes. here. It's starting. And no, they're not going to invade. And no, that I know for sure. It's not. If they could, invade. they would have a long time ago if that was their plan. They've always been here. They could have a long time ago. Exactly. So oh, yeah. A long that. time ago, they could have done this. They've already shut off uh, nuclear stuff we've had. They can do whatever they want, really. But they're yes. just ahead of us. Magic. They just have the technology. We're coming up. And my two schools of thoughts are this. So from when I was a child, some of you might have known, I've told Laura Lee this and some people know, the very first um, alien or ET I saw was reptilian. And people freak out when I say that. And I've even been accused of, you're a reptilian. I'm like, oh, please. But <laughs> I mean, but um, I know that from the reptilians, there are different schools of reptilians, just like any mm -hmm. other all beings, not all places. It's some like have, humans, any other beings, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but as, as far as the humans go, because they would be closest to human, I guess, if they, you know, the DNA and all that. But there's some that aren't so great, and there's some that are. The only difference that I knew from this one is they just didn't seem very empathetic. I mean, they just, you know what I mean? They were kind of cold, but it was kind of like a nod, you know, hello, I'm here. And it almost... I was trying to think of the feeling and I can't think of the feeling, but it reminds me of like, as if that person assumed they were royalty. So I guess you could say that it did seem a bit narcissistic or a bit vain, but and no nonsense, right? Cause when I feel into that, that's what I feel. Let's cut the extraneous stuff, get right to the point. You know what it reminds me of? If you've watched Star Trek, almost like the uh, Klingon sort of in a way that kind of arrogant, proud, it's this, it's that. And that's it kind of thing. That's what I kind of feel. Yeah, in a way, but even less than that. I mean, that's, but still. Well, yeah, they're pretty harsh, yeah. Yeah, but it was not an evil vibe. But anyway, so besides that race, which is actually still here, and um, I do believe there's, there's, there's a couple that really don't care if we succeed or not. It's almost like they're just fed up with us. And then there are ones who want us to join in everything else out there and just be out there with everybody and be aware of everything and just go on with life from here. Those are the ones that are trying to help us. Now, the two the the two schools of thoughts are there there are some I believe some of the ones who more chaotic ones who are causing a lot of chaos here. And I don't know exactly how it is going but um it's it's literally through almost divine inspiration. It's all it's because the one thing we have not mastered on well, not all of us, but a lot of us have not mastered on this planet is telepathy. Now, mediums know telepathy, Reiki, healers, Akashic, all these people who do these things, we know telepathy because we have to use it for our practice. And so it's a lot easier for us to get certain information just bunked into our head. Uh, for a lot of people, they're not hearing it. They're not going to get it. Um, and, and I think 
but but what they do get is an inspiration and sometimes it's not a good inspiration but they act on it and a lot of people are doing that i believe before they actually come here and introduce themselves to everybody and all that we have there's something that we're going to go through and i believe it is this year and that is a mass awakening which means basically for those who aren't awake um you're going to get, you're probably going to get a really tough lesson really quickly, but it's not a bad thing. It's just, you're all of a sudden, it just, it would feel like, wait, everything just seems strange and different. All of a sudden you'll start questioning and start going into it. They need a few more people to be open. We can't have people who aren't open to something and seeing something that goes against everything they've ever been taught about life. It would, it would, some people it might, maybe it might destroy them. I mean, it might be really emotionally hard for them. So I think they're trying to do this in a easy way. And like you said, Laura Lee, um, I agree with it's slowly slowly like showing us things and and whether it's from here or not to see reactions to it that's kind of my thought on this so far as far as that aspect of it goes well the reason why i mentioned the first part and it's not because i'm being um i i'm trying to be a conspiracy theorist or spread more fear i just think looking at the big picture and I always have this rule of thought. Doesn't mean it's right. I've even had it with my own kids. If I thought of doing something for you, say, for example, at a certain age, at the age of, say, 14, 15, whatever it is, I pretty well had the rule, the school of thought with my eldest, my youngest, no, with his disability, he's not in the same developmental arena, that my eldest has probably heard of it, been exposed to it, and thought of it with the internet probably three to five years ahead of what I was aware of it. I never pushed it on them or whatever, but I just was, I, I tried to remain open about that. And then I'd sort of educate myself about a few things to see like, and I'd never say, Hey, have you watched this and this and this, but I'd see what was out there and know that he probably looked at it. It's kind of the same thing. I think globally as well, that the stuff that we know that we're shown if you will, the civilians, the people of earth, we do have militaries. We've got people that are good. We've got people that not so good. It's kind of a duality planet as we know. And I think we, we need to be aware of it. Like, just, like I said, we don't know what's in these, these balloons. I think what the thing, the last couple of years has taught us without saying the words, because we're on YouTube is, is that people are more astute more awake not everybody but a lot more are like we had a certain simian <laughs> I will, um, um, virus that came out what last year and i don't think i've ever seen so many memes before and it just kind of seemed to go nowhere which i'm very happy about so i don't know like it's a potentiality right it really is like there could be something inside of there when i feel into it do i think there is no it I think with everybody, even people I've talked to that don't say aren't even awake in any way, shape or form, whether it's spiritually or anything, they're just going along with their merry life, living their happy life like we all should. And um, even they're saying, OK, something's not something's very suspicious about this. Like, why are we seeing these all of a sudden? And what are they? Right. Yeah, wasn't it only one balloon, though? The rest the other one looked almost like a capsule. It, and somebody's saying that they have like a picture. I don't know if that's a true picture. I can't see. I can't. I had a video. I, I had a oh, yeah, video yeah. and I upload it. 
Oh, you can't upload it. Yeah, okay. Was it the I picture tried. of it? I spent all afternoon. That's what I was telling you. I think you were checking something on your phone. But no, I, I spent a couple of hours and it kept saying, I even went to StreamYard. I went to StreamYard and asked them, what can I use to convert the video? Because it's not hard to convert a video to MP4 is what it should have. Do you think it would accept it? I went to about 30 different programs. I played with it. And finally, where I saw it was um, on TikTok. I don't know if it's for real either. We can't say in this day and age with deep fakes and the technology out there, I think we got to just use our discernment. Does this look real? What does it feel like? Yeah. Discernment is the answer to all this. I can assure anybody watching as far as I know from like my spiritual team and all that. And from ones I other beings I talk to, we're in no danger. Um, I don't feel that way right now, right now. Mm -mm feel danger at all not i'm i'm actually freaking excited i wish we could get the show on the road um but you know in divine timing i guess <laughs> i am i am hopeful and and i think you know a lot of people were talking about oh let's talk about this for a minute about um well it depends on what you believe what's landing you know they are here. They've been here. I'm sure they're in the sky outside of just the three or four things that they told us about. I'm sure there's plenty, plenty more because something strikes me as odd, Lord Lee. The first balloon was 60,000 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was 60,000 feet in the air. And I, and I saw that one. They're like, oh, there's been other ones before like this at 60,000. So then somebody in the military, they tweaked something where they watched the skies so they could see more at a lower angle. And that's when they started seeing the other ones at like 30 and 40,000 feet. And because of the fact they were in uh, the pathways of commercial jet airliners are saying they had to take them out of the sky. Now, if they said that happens all the time, well, if that happens all the time, they've been telling us over and over that we've been shooting down stuff in 30 and 40,000 feet and quit putting balloons up there. So I just don't buy that one. I, I watched a bunch of stuff and I researched some and unfortunately, including people like ourselves, media is totally all over the place on it. You can't get a straight answer, but from the logistics that I looked at with the 60,000 feet and those, why did I just see this now? Why have these always been here, but they haven't been telling us they've been shooting them down and this is the first time they saw them? I, I, you know, that one, I was like, come on, guys, you got to do better than that. I think they still think that the world is really stupid and the people are a lot smarter than they used to be. So it's like you're not pushing, you're not pulling one over on anyone. Just, you know, if I, I'm I'm strictly, if there's something out there and the government knows about it, they need to just tell everybody. I mean. Yeah, but it depends how deep you go into this, Dave, because I know with looking at it, many presidents, and you guys are the super nation of the world in the U.S., many presidents have, have put out their that they have not been debriefed about what's going on. Now, have they? Maybe. But I I know I've heard some few things right out of Jimmy Carter's mouth, not face-to-face, but when he has spoken at conferences and stuff, and depending on, you know, I've read a few books on this and stuff, and it was just always astounding, these presidents that would express this from what I could see, as well as the person writing the book. And when you read it yourself, why is your president not allowed to know what's what's in these files like i noticed that the other thing that's coming out quite a bit is 
people are talking about Project Blue Book again. Project Blue Book, it's coming. Oh, and I know beam. People, oh, sorry, go ahead. People are talking about Project Blue Beam where they're saying they're going to try Blue, to Yeah, sorry, Blue Beam. Yes, yeah, sorry, Blue sorry. Beam. I've yeah, seen Blue Book, to... though. I have seen Blue Book, too. Yeah, they're saying with Project Blue Beam that the conspiracy on that is the government is going to fake UFO stuff, and then they're going to fake the second coming of Christ, and they're going to get people, on, and it's all this crazy crap. And and basically, in my eyes, it's crap. Um, now, if I do want to believe in a conspiracy theory, um, outside of our governments and everything else, there are other other organizations that have nothing to do with our government and if they do maybe they um they don't have they're not really buddy buddy you know what i'm saying sorry they're not buddy buddy you said yeah the the organist because i know there's other organizations that have contact but well i shouldn't well i can say it, i don't care there are other organizations that that i am aware of that have contact with extraterrestrial beings and everything else and they have for a long long time and it's well known between that organization and them that the timing has to be a certain thing in order for them to present themselves here because of the fact we've been we've been so muddied with so many things which by not our fault really it's just everything's gone all over the place and we all have conspiracy theories about that i tend to the ones that bring doom and gloom without a solution, those ones I tend to just throw blow off because I know a lot of people want people to be afraid. And I don't know. I don't yeah, understand. Sometimes, sometimes. So if you think about it, though, you may not have the answer. But the way I look at things, and this is where we differ, is I'm willing to be open to something as long as it's not really utterly ridiculous in my mind that there's no way in shape or form that it's going to resonate but i keep an open mind with the belief and i truly believe this that the truth will always rise to the surface it will always reveal itself and i don't know if it's because so many lies have been told that that the person that's telling them can't remember what they've told whether it's it's a universe showing that no, you know, deceit is, is it, it doesn't have a long shelf life. And I'm not talking about maybe yours. So what I'm saying is eventually the truth always seems to rise to the surface. No, I don't know if it's because it's something that I believe, but it's always come to fruition. No, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily the truth comes out and everything's la-di-da and life is wonderful, but the truth eventually comes out, I think. What do you yeah. think about that? Does that feel... It does eventually come out. I mean, we could all be completely wrong, and I'm not above saying I'm wrong. If something comes up and I'm like, You're going to be the last to know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? But as far as the balloons and everything goes, in short, you know, I'm letting the world do what it does. The key thing, if I can, if anybody can take away anything from this, whatever you focus on is the world you're going to end up in. So, like I say, we're in this world right now, right now. And um, I would say I would align more with the world when the aliens come here. As I, as I align with that, I'm going to start skipping to different Earth type. You know, I'll be still Earth, but it's like dimensional Earths. There's like a billion Earths if you look at it that way. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't want anything to do with that and just wants political strife and all that stuff, they might go start going down that path there eventually we're not going to be in the same place which is fine 
It doesn't mean anybody's bad. Not not saying someone's bad. If you choose not to believe in something, that's cool. You don't have to. But I do believe there's going to come a time, like you said just a minute ago, the truth is going to come out. The truth is always going to come out. And then no matter what we believe, we'll have to take that truth. You know, well, you but if you want to get this, right? I'm going to say hi to Leah. Hi, Leah. Hey, we made it here. Sorry, I've got a little bit of a delay. I'll warn people if I end up talking over David. It's not on purpose. It'll seem like there's a pause and then, so I'm sorry. I think we're going to be the last to know. But when you look at the reason why I have an open mind about um, certain things, like don't get me wrong, if they told me there was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater, for example, that was coming, and I'm being facetious here, but my point is, no, no, I do not believe that. No, I'm not open-minded about that. Could it happen? Maybe, but I highly doubt it. My point is, if they're with looking at very Serena's in the way of science and, you know, many things like that that are developing and going on, and again, it's only what we are privy to as, if you will, civilians or the people, right? I always figure we're only told about 5 or 10% at the most if we're lucky, we usually don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So when you see some of the technology and some of the places where you can see it, I believe, is in entertainment. Like we've seen concerts like with Tupac or Michael Jackson. Looks like he's there, right? He's singing. He's they're They're up there performing. I don't know if you've seen them, but I have. They look absolutely real. And they've admitted it's, it's a hologram. It's just a hologram. So if that's what they're showing us, that's always in the back of my mind. What, what do you have hidden behind the curtain? It's just, and again, it's just my type of mind. I'm, and it's not to create fear. I have that kind of mind questioning. I want to know, am I going to find out? Probably not. But I think it's I healthy think. to think like that. Hmm. I do. I think it's healthy to think like that because there is stuff out there. I don't believe the first thing I see ever, not anymore. I mean, in fact, I believe my physical eyes less and less every day. You know, it's, uh, look at that smoke and mirrors. My distrust in the government is like that too. Leah says, Leah, I, I gotta be with you. I, 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 I have a little distrust for that as well, just because of the fact, but then again, I'm, I'm kind of being biased because I really want them to say something if they know, and maybe that's just not possible. That's probably my Dave ego side that just says, come on, let's do it now. You know? Um, spiritually wise, I get it. I really do. I understand, you know, why things happen the way. I think happen. we know, like our, our higher selves know. So if we sit in the quiet and we, you know, deep breathing, get into almost like a meditative state, if you will. But if we ask the questions, you know, are we being honest with ourselves, or is it ego? Like you said, cause we really, really want it. And so far I haven't got one way or another. Like I've even been gone so far as to ask is there something on board there? Like, God forbid, we shot something down. I don't feel that. I feel, and I don't feel also like they've, and the media will throw everything out there. Like, is it, is it spying on us? Like, like I found that really ridiculous. I'm sorry with the first balloon claiming that it was the spy balloon. My, my goodness, they are so evolved. Like they don't need to use a balloon 
to be sending over top. There's many other ways that they could obtain the same information and much, much, much more than a balloon flying over top. Oh, Just yeah. My I, I know. I, you know what? On that one, I so agree with you. That's it's like there's a billion other ways. They've influenced an entire election through social media. I mean, they can do better than a balloon. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. it's funny as it is, but. And for the people, most of the people who, who ask me these questions about that, they always ask about the worry part. I'm going to tell you from what I know, from what I feel, from everything else. I don't believe you have anything literally to worry about. And, and, and it doesn't make sense to worry about something that's out of your control anyway. I Thank mean, you. Even, you just read my mind. Mm -hmm. yeah, even if it was like terrible people coming here, it's like, well, they're just going to have to come here. We're going to have to go through whatever we go through. There's nothing you can do about it, you know? Um, but that's not the case. I don't believe Well, somebody gave me this analogy of worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair and rocking and rocking and you're living out on the West Coast somewhere and you're hoping to get to New York on the other coast. It, yeah. yeah, you might put a lot of miles on the rocking chair, but you're not going to get from what point A to point B, basically. And you're right, you were reading my mind. And that's why, like, I will consider all possibilities. And I will honestly say there are times like when you hear something different, especially with the, in Canada, we've got some interesting things going on. And at first, you sort of think about fear. And, and I'm so glad because I and again, we're not trying to get deeply spiritual or anything, but, you know, with being connected, and I believe we're all connected to that inner knowing, if you will, and you hear it and you feel into it and you're reminded that exactly what you said, like, there's nothing you're going to do about it anyways. We need to live our life and enjoy it and, and make the most yeah. of each day, I think, really. Exactly. Do your thing. Do your thing. Mm -hmm. Now, something interesting, and this is not really on that subject, but because kind of staying there, there's like, weird crap happening all over the world which is neat now one oh, yeah thing, I, one thing i did learn about i wondered if you saw it Lorley. there's a guy and i wish i could remember the movie in a movie there's a scene in this movie where a train in ohio in that town um oh, crashes yes. and toxic things in it did you hear that i saved it hang on i saved it Look that mm -hmm. because i can't remember the movie but hang literally extras were from that town and now they're literally living out what they played out in a movie i'm looking for it if i can find the name i saved it yeah i Might thought that was quite fascinating i thought that was let me see cool. if i can find it i'll put my glass on somebody sent this to me or i i seen it last night i wasn't looking for it but you are absolutely right and they said it's almost like real life playing out except when i was reading the article they said that it was exactly what's happening, but it was kind of like a dark comedy. I thought, how could you make something funny like that? But I guess I'd have to see it. Um, yeah, I didn't see the movie, but um, I'll keep talking while you're looking. Yeah, please so, do. So in that, that's, there's a lot of coincidences like this happening. And uh, there is a Russian woman. God, I should have been prepared because I, she's coming up. There's this Russian woman who- The channel probably tells. <laughs> predictions have been like spot on and she predicted well in in her language back then it was like alien invasion in 2023 and she predicted that but she's oh was that the russian lady with the no eyes like yes. yeah the older yeah. lady she was a, a child i want to say baba yaga but that's not her name that's a ukrainian i think for i i love the john wick movies and they were mm, called baba yaga uh, the bushman I I will yeah. post it somewhere 
guys uh, for people if they're interested. But she's she's like, I mean, even better than Nostradamus. I mean, she's got her stuff has like totally started coming. And she was the one who predicted that one. She predicted 9-11 down to the T from what she could. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people predicted that, though, to to be quite frank. It's funny that we don't listen to history. We study, I think we study the wrong things in history. Sometimes I think we should go back and look at the subtle nuances that happened in history because those are the big things that are gonna happen in the future. Did you find White that? Noise. White Noise was the name of the movie. Oh, White it was Noise? On Netflix. Oh, that was, yeah, oh, was that like a horror movie or? Well, the, is that an older okay. movie? The 2022 book to movie adaptation of White Noise seems seemed to predict the recent train derailment in East Palestine, I guess they called it. I've, so I've heard it. I could be saying it wrong, but I thought that's how they said it. Um, it says users were stunned, meaning on, on Netflix, were stunned to find a movie released in 2022 containing interesting parallels to our current reality. And they talked about on February 3rd with the train. And then I'm just going through this. The event has been largely ignored and downplayed. Now, this is how they've, I don't think it has, but they've, they've put it in here as this, the narrative by the mainstream news, fueling public outrage. It said from Ohioans and users on social media, but I want to see more white noise. I thought this, Dave, I read this too. It was filmed in Ohio. That's what I had seen. It says it was filmed in Ohio. In Ohio, I believe they used townspeople as the extras, and then later they did. On, yes, yeah, they did, but they didn't film it in Palace in East Palestine. I don't think it was somewhere in Ohio. You were right; they used people as extras. I had read that, but I wanted to look at it. But it was filmed in Ohio somewhere. Yeah, that's just really uh, that's just really odd. And there's stuff like that happening all over the place. Um, Multiple towns in Ohio. Multiple towns. It says it. Was yeah, well, yeah, and then it happened to, but it was, but in the movie, I think they actually use the name, don't they? I can't remember. Uh, okay, it says an individual named Babette in the film later becomes pale, fatigued, and emotionally distant. Well, Jack, I guess Jack must be one of the main characters, uh, suddenly hallucinates. The symptoms seem to mirror the harmful side effects exhibited by some of the animals in East Palestine. Reports stated several foxes, oh, sorry, foxes became lethargic with stomach issues after the incident. This is the real crash. Unfortunately, carried cars containing chemicals and big long lines in here of names of them and talked about what they can do. It says a song in the movies. Oh, this is interesting. I never saw this part. Ready for this, folks? It's right on target. Oh, wait, Leah says, I think it was only an hour away from East Palestine. I guess when they filmed it is what she's adding. Okay, this is, I, I just happened to pull this up. I don't know what it is. It says, a song in the movie has lyrics about UFOs. Should I read it? Goes right along with our topic. <laughs> it says, if you made it this far and thought things couldn't get any weirder, you are wrong. It says, the media's recent coverage of UFOs has led to speculation that these stories were used as a distraction because that's what I've been hearing as a distractor. Don't pay attention to the magician and what's hiding behind the curtain kind of thing. So it says, um, sorry, the media's recent coverage of UFOs has led to speculation. Like I said, um, the soundtrack to white noise even featured a song called the cloud is coming, which contains these lyrics. 
Ooh, this is freaky. I'm getting goosebumps. The government knows more than they say. Um, it looks like it, more than they say. I UFO sightings in Farmington town. That doesn't mm. make sense to me, but that's what it says. Wow. Like it literally, the first part knows more than they say. There's no period. There's no comma. And then it says I UFO sightings in Farmington town. We that's look odd. That song, I mm. Oh, maybe they were. Maybe it was an I or a slash. It's not a slash. It's, it's an I. I just, I, I wait, wait, wait. No, you are right. I got my glasses on. Thank you, David. It's a slash. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm so psychic. <laughs> you are. You're so psychic. Oh, geez. I don't know. So here I'll, I'll highlight Leah's, uh, Leah's thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't hear about the song. I didn't hear that. Now that's cool. Like, why would that song be in there? And we know there's no coincidences, Dave. How many times have we said that? There's no coincidences. No coincidences. So it's a, I never, I can tell you in my little head or in my yeah. spiritual world here, I had never put aliens together with um, that train crash. So that's. I hadn't that, either. Yeah. Unless I just know so, it'd be funny if I just threw it in there. Um, but uh, but nonetheless, it's it's such a cool subject. I mean, things we've been warned about throughout our lifetime. If you go back through history, we've been given so many clues because, you know, like I was watching, it was Bashar. If anybody's ever watched Bashar and he was talking about the crystal skulls. I love the crystal skulls and that the crystal skulls contain the... the if they could find the last skull, which they haven't, but if they could find the last skull, it contains like cures and all kinds of things for everything. But the skulls they do have actually contain the copy of that. But they were saying something which I talked to you about earlier. Nobody knows how to ask the right question in order to get the answer. Interesting because I love skulls. Anybody? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I could. I I thought you paused there. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, I was gonna say anybody that knows me knows I adore skulls. Like this is my little critter, my little dude that's on the side. I know he's not a crystal skull. He's just a crystal, and he's in a skull shape. Dave's gonna outdo me. Dave's gonna have a bigger one. I know he is. I didn't mean to. Huh? That's. Actually, that's a see-through. It's actually crystal. Oh, no, this it is, is my crystal. color. No, this is my colored one. I'm sorry. I like I it. Okay, so okay, so who do you think left the crystal skulls? Do you think they... Oh, beautiful. You like that do one? you think they came from E.T.? Or why do we see drawings like from E.T. and stuff that look like aliens? Like they look um, like E.T.s and aliens on cave drawings and stuff. I can't remember. No, it came from the civilization that's beneath, what is it, Guatemala? It's no longer there. It's the Lemurians and all that. They're the ones. But who where did they get it? it? Yeah, I knew it came from an ancient civilization, but where do you think they got it? Do you think they got it from, like, from home? Like, where they came from before they that's came here? Yeah, that's what I think, is they brought the knowledge with you. They had the knowledge while they were here, and that civilization, we lost a few civilizations, and then... I know the Anunnaki, and they're the ones who left. Their planet was becoming un, unsustainable for certain things. So they had come here. And I do believe 
that and I am a strong believer, though I don't have proof. It's just a, an innate belief that those are the ones who are here in and they and people thought they were the gods. Um, and in they they were just an intelligent race. And those are the ones where they said that the sons, the angels slept with the uh, daughters of Eve or whatever. And um, I don't think that's the case. I, it wasn't angels. As far as what I know about angels, angels don't come here, but that's neither here nor there. I think it was the Anunnaki who did, who procreated with human beings and we got genetically altered. And then down the line, the reptilians genetically altered uh, people. Mm -hmm. Hang on, so, we're going to get rid of this. We're going to get rid of this person here. You can't come on here and do that, honey. Sorry. That's why uh, getting poor Jane, and I hate to tell you, but but Jane, Jane's already, uh, Jane's pretty pretty uh, on the ball. She wouldn't fall for that. <laughs> They're wanting, so if you're coming on here trying to get people to follow you and pick up business and whatever, you're going to get blocked right away. So if you don't want to yeah. stay and enjoy the conversation and become a piece, you know, part of it, but if you're going to do stuff like that, I'm sorry, but bye-bye. Adios. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's watching right now, if you have something to add to our conversation or a question yes. about something we may or may not know, feel free to throw it in the comments there. Or what you heard, what you saw, even if you have a video clip, um, I may be able to upload it depending on what format it's in and where it came from. As long as we give credit and you have to be able, especially with YouTube, to speak every couple seconds over a video for fair use. Okay, here's Jane's asked a good question. You want to read it, Dave? Sure. How do y'all feel about what I have heard for many years, that the aliens will never let humans destroy this planet? I agree with The chemicals yes. and poisons released in Ohio can spread into the river basin systems in the U.S. all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Um, uh, as far as them stopping that, um, I don't know. That would be their call because that's a human thing that we did. Um, but as far as letting the earth be destroyed, yeah, no, they're not going to let. Here's what a lot of people might not understand. That's okay, if this earth were to have a nuclear thing and blow up, it ripples through the universe. And yep. we have many, 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 many more civilizations who actually aren't that far from us that we haven't saw or discovered or been aware of yet that would be affected by this. So there is no way in heck. That I agree 100 percent yeah. <laughs> with the water, it, no. And the other no. thing, I'm gonna share a theory here that I read recently in one of the most unusual spots, probably in about six to eight months uh ago, and I'd never ever really considered this. Say what you all think about this, okay. And it was with somebody who doesn't write this kind of stuff. They had passed away recently. I don't even look at their newsletter. I, I don't even know how I got this newsletter. Obviously, I was meant to see this. And there's somebody out there. I forget her name. Probably somebody will know it. And she channels a bunch of people at this planet I've never heard of that's very close to Earth. But because they're so close to Earth, what she was saying, they've been, if you believe in the Galactic Federation and all of that stuff out there. Now, we... I think it's egocentric to believe we're the only ones out here and that there's not maybe something more out in the universe. Okay. So I'm, I stayed open to this, but it was the point of this one civilization 
trying to rally the rest of of um, civilizations within the galaxy. We'll say I hate calling them aliens, but um, to get them to intervene because they kept saying humans are really suffering on this planet. There's many things we could help with, but what the decision coming back and I could see both sides of the coin if this was true, and what they said is humans volunteer to come here to Earth. Earth is a school, but they are not their true version of who they are, right? We're, we're in human form. We're an everlasting soul, as we've often said here, just having a human experience. And because we go on forever and we are eternal, that coming to Earth for, say, 80 years, 100 years is literally less time than a blink of an eye. That when we oh, yeah. chose to come here with spiritual amnesia and these dense, heavy, frail bodies, this is with the biggest potential for people to learn. And that's why the Galactic Federation has denied intervening because we would be defeating the purpose for why we're here. That's yeah, they, they didn't. <laughs> no, I agree with that. That's pretty, that's pretty true. Although I don't understand this, though. They're trying to speed up the process, but well, I do understand this, but they're trying to speed up the process of our spiritual evolution. They're trying to speed it up. The reason behind it is, is because I believe from what's been said, I don't know how true this is. I have a belief in it, but I haven't done enough research or talked to my people enough about mm -hmm. it to a hundred percent. But, um, this is the first time in any history of anything that the entire earth and its consciousness is shifting to another dimension. So that's pretty much, I think the only reason why they're speeding up anything, like trying to get us to get to a certain place. But I do agree that they, this is kind of what we chose. This is kind of what we came into, you know, mm -hmm. and, and whether we like it or not, everybody who's here right now, we all chose to be here. Every last person who's on this earth right now said, I need to be there during this time. And a special, special time. Here we are. So instead of just keep saying that to yourself in your mind, I chose to be here during this time. So whatever happens, you're probably aware of it somewhere in the back of your mind and you're going to be okay. If it was going to be that terrible, I think most of us probably would have said, nope, we'll pass. Um, but I think we all said, yeah, I heard a theory about, well, I was told through spiritual guides that there's I get not in so many words, but there's literally a sign-up sheet to come here. I mean, you can't get here. That's you what I. That's what I've been hearing. Like people yeah. are lined up, and they keep saying, "I wish." I forget. It was either something that was channeled. I was reading, or I got this in a meditation. If people only knew how many people, like beings, I'm going to say, not just human beings. There's all kinds lined up to be here, and what a precious, precious gift it is to be able to have a spot in this time and place always, but especially during this special time right now. Sorry, Dave, I had to add that. No, that's absolutely true. Can you pop up Deborah's? Deborah said um, they need the resources of this planet for ships. That's a very small reason from what I know, because if we go back through the history of aliens who've been here before, the Anunnaki needed gold, not 
for selling and buying, but for, like you said, suggested, more for the ships and all that, or for propulsion or for whatever they need it for. Um, because a lot of that stuff is based on crystals and, and people, which will take us to our next part. A lot of people, some people think crystals are hokey. I will be the first one to tell you there's certain no, crystals that I talk never. about. Nothing. <laughs> crystals that I touch, I don't get crap from. But then there's other ones that I'm like, all right, for when I wear these or when I have these certain crystals with me, certain things happen. And I've had crystals where I don't know what they're for that I had on me and then had stuff happen to me and then ask somebody, what's these crystals for? And it happened to be for uh, somebody. Okay, so here's a thought about that. Not that we're going to get off in a crystal tangent, but okay, to me... When we see the meanings and the reasons for what crystals are and why they are, that's based on what one human being has written down, whether they've channeled it, whether they've experienced it, or they just believe it to be true. So when I teach people to, that they're working with crystals, I tell them that, yes, I guess it's important if you want to know the name and everything else, but why don't you just go on how it makes you feel and, and what you've because intuitively we know these things. Like I have two of these. I just grabbed one. These are not a real um, vocal crystal. For the, I don't know if people know what vocal. Yes, I hear you, Leah. Small fortune in crystals. Yes. Um, vocal crystals were created by Marcel Vogel, who worked for IBM. For those of us that are old enough to remember, uh, he is the one supposedly responsible for those CDs and DVD ROMs that we have that they had the foil holographic coating on them that were like, especially the ones that were rewritable. Well, when he retired, apparently he had no interest in crystals whatsoever. I forget what the impetus was, but he started looking at why the older time watches were always powered with a quartz crystal. And he started mm -hmm. looking into it. He discovered by cutting particular angles on crystals that it amplified the healing power, everything of, of crystals when they're cut this way, there apparently is only one human being in the world that has been trained by him left. I have a friend, Dan Willis used to come on the angel rock quite a bit and him and his wife actually gave each other a Vogel crystal when they got married. Cause Dan used to work with um, Marcel Vogel, but that's just one type of crystal. There's like so many. Yeah. And crystals actually, yeah, I'm sorry. If anybody's and not, we're not going to get all crystal on you, but if you ever go out to get a crystal now, crystals, a lot of them got their names and powers. Well, first it was from, like Laura Lee said, somebody literally channeled that stuff or they, or they, you know, maybe experimented with it. But then over the hundreds and thousands of years, um, I think that uh, it was just proven that they work different way. Plus in here, and, and this isn't conspiracy, this is mine. I believe that the information when they were here was handed down to almost like, as a, I don't want to say secret society, but it was handed down through people and handed down through generations and generations that was never written in a book. It was all just told from person to person, which also makes it different because we all know if we tell the secret to one person and they repeat it, it gets changed, you know? Um, they gave me so, telephone. Yeah, and I don't know why, okay, I have a theory for anybody in the paranormal or ghost hunters who are listening to this. Two things I'm going to tell you about crystals and, and to try to use these. One, if you're going to a place that knowingly has just got some really negative, bad 
It would not hurt you to throw a piece of black tourmaline in your pocket. It's not going to stop you from having the experience, but it's going to temper that for you so you can get on with your work. And then if you want to connect to the ghost or whatever that is there, try a regular crystal, just regular, you know, regular white frosted crystal and throw it in your pocket. And yeah. I think that will open you up for, uh, it almost like opens up the heart chakra sometimes. You find a crystal that you jive with that opens up the heart chakra. Now that doesn't mean you're gonna go in and, and say lovey-dovey stuff to spirit. You're still gonna have your experience. You're still gonna do that, but it'll probably be a lot easier to hear that because energy attracts energy and crystals are complete energy. You know, they really are. I have, I was talking lonely about this. This is one of my favorites and this isn't really a Me crystal. Too. Yeah, this is Moldavite. And this was gifted to me by um, Bridget Rates, who owns um, a crystal shop in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, or Marietta, Georgia, um, called Solstice. And she gifted this to me. And it's beautiful. It's real Moldavite in it. And I wear this when I do, let me see, where is it? There we go. If you can see it real closely, anybody who's watching. Um, I use this when I talk to, so when I and I want to talk to uh, aliens. Now, some people who have Moldavite, it can be powerful. You either feel not nothing or you'll get really super sick. Uh, some people can't handle the energy from it. They're, it just doesn't match with them. It matches perfect with me, because, which I'm happy to say because I love this one. This was a crystal made by a meteorite. I mean, that's literally how it was made. It doesn't, it's so it, funny that you said, though, and I was about to say at the same time before we went live, that a lot of people can't tolerate Moldavite because it's it is really powerful. Um, yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorite crystals. That's so beautiful. That gift that your your friend gifted to you. Mine is a raw one. So I said to Dave, I had it in something called a fairy container. It was, you could put different little pendulum crystals or whatever. And I had it in there, but you can't see it. So I'm looking for the perfect um, mold. I want to put it in, in like clear resin. So it'll be protected and then I can wear it. Yeah, then wear it. Yeah, so I'm glad that was on my set, uh, that I have that on a chain. If you're using Moldavite, it's, I mean, if you can, if it doesn't bother you, wear it next, you know, right above your heart or by your heart. It's, uh, it's really, your heart's a portal, man. And that's another thing. If you guys want to know how to connect to aliens, if you're interested in that, we can talk about that for a minute. Why don't we? Uh, I think that's interesting. So what do you think? Because there's many different ways and there's many theories. Like I'm going to ask you before you start there, just for a sec, Dave, have you heard of this theory before it? It's a guy by the name of Mike Cleland, and he started looking, um, I believe he's got a science background, and he started looking at, I guess, got right into UFOs and people sharing what they believe or their experiences with ET, and he started noticing for some reason that owls started appearing when people would start saying things like, I wish... You know, I really want to have a see a UFO. I've never seen a UFO or right after. And he's got pictures and he's written quite a few books on this. It's really fascinating. I'm not doing it justice, but to look that up. And he was one that was suggesting, especially if you have owl populations, try and connect with them, put that out there. Now, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a theory. It's certainly interesting. He's noticed a relationship. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. When you were talking about talking to your guests the other night, I got to pop on for only a couple minutes. 
because I had readings to do, but I heard that part about the owls. And I, I don't know if you saw what I wrote. I said, I, I get it with the owls because owls share something that, that the unidentified flying objects does. And that is silence and flight and intuition. Owls have intuition, I mean, big time. No, I mean, they don't even have to hear the little animal that they're gonna go hunt down before they just go swoop and get it. I mean, they're mm -hmm. so resilient and beautiful and all that. So, you right. know, sometimes you think, and, and there's a, also a race of, I think they're called Aaron's or I can't remember the race. There's a race of uh, aliens that look bird-like. Just like there's a race of aliens that look Oh, you're right. Okay, the Afrians or the Air. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they're like blue avians or something. But a lot of people, if you can really, if you can wrap your head around this for a second or just play with it in your head, a lot of animals and things we have here are offshoots of a rate of something that exists already. So it's kind of like reptilians came from the prehistoric dinosaurs, they say, or they, they, came up from the dinosaurs instead of the dinosaurs being extinct they literally took on another form and it's the same with like birds birds are the same way birds are actually mm -hmm. reptiles and what about octopus i was just having this conversation with my son today after i got off the phone with you dave because i wish i could have uploaded this you guys kind of throw this out there really quick at first i thought it was this massive conglomerations of snakes because i don't think you'll be able to see it but what it was it said after the storm, I think I want it was somewhere in California. Let me grab it quickly. Okay, so it says, uh, this is what the storm brought in in California. It's under real underscore aliens underscore stories. They've got some cool stuff on that channel. You probably won't be able to see it. Can you see at all? Oh, oh sorry. Trying to see it. it moved okay, that is an octopus. Look at the size of that. And then I thought, you know, they're starting to theorize. They think that octopus have or octopi have either, I guess, come from some type of alien race or they possibly could be with their intelligence and all kinds of stuff. But look at the size of that. Well, it's with massive. all we know, I mean, we have any, we've explored space more than we have explored our oceans. And, yeah. you know, there there's a theory out there. I know a lot of you guys have probably heard it, that there are, ET bases in the ocean, which I can't say I don't believe or disbelieve because I don't know anything about it. But I believe if, it. Some, if somebody showed me a picture, I'd be like, oh, yeah, totally. Okay, I get it. <laughs> you know, I, I would. I just, I just, yeah, there has to be. I mean, there kind of has to be. I don't think I've I, sent you this before. Now, some people in here, I have sent it to. It's from my friend, Dan Willis, who used to work for the Navy. He was with the Navy, used to be an ABC uh, newsman. He now, like I said, he worked with Marcel Vogel with the crystals. And he has gone back, now this is just his words, to 1900. He tells you why, I forget what the reason is. He was asked to write some kind of article or something. He was looking up something historical that he couldn't find. So as he was researching, he he felt that things were missing. So he's gone back, like I swear to God to you, David, and I say this to people when they share the site, I wish I had a couple years, like you could be on the site for 20 hours a day, reading and checking the sources and whatever. He feels like he is push, putting in and correcting maybe where history has been changed or the pieces are missing. But my whole point is he is also testified 
May the 6th, it was 2002, they thought this was going to be disclosure. There were people really high up in the military. There were people with special clearance like himself. There were a few scientists and what. Now, these are his words, not mine, but he says they went to the New York Press Club. Every single major news um, agency was there. And they all swore under oath. They brought the receipts, as the kids are calling it this day, uh, day and age. So they brought the proof. And they wanted to testify before Congress to prove that between all of these, it was just over 20 different type of people that were there to the existence at that time of 56 different types of extraterrestrials. Now, Dave is taught, or Dave, sorry, Dan had talked about this many times on my show on the Angel Rock, but we talked about it. He never brought really any proof. So he has now put out a small documentary. It's about an hour long called Why the Secret Space Program Will Remain Secret. And he's brought the actual testimony, like of the people that came that testified before. Because what happened at that time? Yeah, the major news sources did cover it, but it was kind of like the last 15 seconds of the news broadcast. Like <laughs> some people believe there's there's aliens afoot kind of thing, right? So nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. They they do that a lot, and I just I'm like, ugh. I tell you, no, I, but I've never sent it to you. I should send it to you and see yeah, what you think. Now, again, he's not telling you what to believe. He's just presenting to you something he was a part of, and I'm so glad that he put these little clips together. I didn't even know they existed, but it was filmed, and it's intriguing because. You know, especially somebody that I think is like, and please forgive me, I don't, I'm not in the military, but I believe like admiral generals and people really high up in your U.S. military had come forth to bring the receipts, to bring their proof and putting their neck on the line, still working for the military and willing to come out and say, this is what I've seen. This is what I've witnessed. Yeah. Have you seen, um, are you a fan of Dr. Stephen, Stephen Greer at all? He was involved with this, actually, Dr. Stephen Greer. He was yeah, involved he, with this. It's a really good movie to watch, you guys. I mean, it really is good, whether you believe it or not. It's Disclosure. Disclosure is a great movie, and it's, it gives you a lot of stuff to really think okay, about. Okay, so Dr. Stephen Greer was responsible for May the 6th, 2002. Um, Dan knows Stephen Greer quite well, and they were... So does Joe Montaldo, who, knows, who owns the network, because Joe... I don't say it often enough, actually is very involved. And I believe one of the founders of it's called ICAR, International Center for Alien Research. And uh, they've been doing some interesting couple decade long studies on RH negative blood, green eyes, red hair, all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. No, I, I am. I'm a believer in that. So, and I did hear about the 56 aliens. Uh, 56 okay, before we read this, before we read this question, we we have to be careful with some of the wording here, just because we're on YouTube. But I think okay. it's a, I think it's a fair question. What do you think? Um, random question: Are the Bing Bong bad? I have conflicting thoughts on that. Okay, um, I, I wish more people could see it, but we can't say the word. Well, um, we can five. we can spell it. Let me spell it, Dave. So, what she Leah's asking the random question is. Are the F as in Frank, R, E, E, M as in Michael, A, S as in Sam, O, N as in Nancy, S, are they bad? Um, from my experience, and I know, uh, one, I give readings to him. Um, they're, no, they're not at all. It's very misunderstood from what I know of. Um, 
I am not one, nor would I be one, but not because I don't want to. It just doesn't fit into the paradigm that I'm here to do or something to do. But I do not, I have never, I mean, as far as I know, just from knowing that person and, and kind of knowing what they're about and kind of reading a few books on it, I've, I have yet to have one of them want anything bad to happen to any human being on this planet. Um, they just want to believe whatever they believe. And that's where okay, they so want I have to... a differing view. I have a differing view. Yeah. And you got to take what resonates with yourself. And as what we always say, I've said it on my own show, you got to take what feels within your soul and take a look and take a look for yourself. I have to agree with Dave with the part that yes, but once you start going above something that is 33 and a third degree and higher, I'm not saying they're bad or good. I'm just saying you may want to take a little peek into that. That's all. But regular everyday Freemasons, no, they are not bad people. They're great people. They get together. They do great things for the community. I will give you that. Absolutely. And I know yeah, it's, it's kind of like, is, is all government bad? No, not all yeah. government's bad. As we go deeper <laughs> in, we find all that other things. <clears throat> On the surface, I know many people that claim to be one. And, and yeah. um, they're just it's regular everyday wonderful. people. And they laugh at this too, because yeah. the, as I understand it, and, and again, have I met somebody that's higher? Yes, I have. Now, are they going to tell me everything that goes on? No, they can't. Yeah. But the people that, that get together, it's no different than say the Shriners or whatever it is. They are really good people. And I believe it's fellowship. My dad was part of the Knights of Columbus. I didn't know even the Knights of Columbus, there's stuff out there, but I believe you have to go fairly high up. Regular everyday people are getting together for the fellowship and whatever it is. So I, 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 so I never think bad. I don't think badly of, I don't think they're out to do bad things, but when you start getting higher up, if, if you're interested, take a little dig, use some different search engines. That's all I suggest. And then use your discernment. Like we've been talking, I think that's the message tonight, Dave, is discernment. See what you think. Does it resonate? Does it not? And I got, I got my information directly from somebody who is in it and do it and then read the books, even that they, and they told me about it. And I thought, oh, well, this is just fine for you. This is perfect. And, mm -hmm. um, and 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 oddly enough those people believe in good and all that just like the rest of us um mm -hmm. not all i'm sure like she says um there are bad apples at all levels of everything we all know mm -hmm. there's crappy humans and we all know there's cool humans we know there's crappy aliens and cool aliens there's crappy this and crappy that it's just how it goes mm -hmm. there's crappy spirits and there's good spirits there just is there's you have to have yeah. like I said it earlier duality everything Everything has duality. Everything, even outside this world, has duality. You have to have it. You can't do one without the other. Well, I never really thought about it till somebody said to me once, well, you can't know the dark. It was Del, actually. I've heard it before then, but I remember when I first started hanging out with him as a friend many years ago, almost two decades ago, and saying I only wanted to do angel cards because they were positive, they were full of love and light, and I didn't want to do anything evil, anything negative, anything, because I was just starting on this journey. But my whole point is, and I remember him saying this as Laura, you have to know both so that you can tell the difference. And I have oh, yeah. to believe, I, I don't know if you can apply that to everything in life, but I can definitely tell you, especially when it comes to energy that maybe you can't see. Yeah. You got to know yeah. what it feels like. I think. Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I can't say that I ever met an evil angel, uh, but. Um, that makes I'm, me so angry. I supernatural, okay? And Del and I have really strange discussions. Like people have heard us when we do a show together and they're like, oh my God, to be a fly in the wall. I have to tell you, and Del, believe it or not, everybody thinks he's got long hair and stuff. He's probably more religious than I am. He's been baptized three times. He comes from a very religious family, whereas I was raised Catholic. But when that came out on Supernatural, that angels were terrible and awful. I will tell you him and I had a really hard time with that. Like we talked about it for a long time and what do we think about it? Why would they be putting that out there? And mm -hmm. yeah, I know, I know a lot of uh, angels intimately. And for those of you who don't know, when I had my NDE, part of my NDE was running into a lot of those beings that were my friends I've been talking to all my life. And I, 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 I don't know if there's a duality for them. I mean, they're, and that's when they're talking about all these but angels. They have but, free will, Dave. They have free will. So I'm guessing. Well, angels Actually, now you have. you really thinking. Now you got me really thinking because if we're up there and there's really no know. hatred and there's angels none of the things like that we've talked about. Yeah. Angels are messengers and that's what angel means. They're messengers and they're, and now an angel has no problem. Like when I got, if there's something bad going on, an angel has no problem telling me that's a bad thing going on. And, or not, they don't say it's a bad thing. They tell me that that's undesirable for me or for them, or they'll point out something bad, but they don't really talk about it much. So I don't know. That's a mystery. Even uh, for me, I, I mean, I don't know if I'll know that as David the human, or if I'll have to go all the way back home to remember again. But um, I have not once in my lifetime have ever heard an angel refer to another angel as anything oh, but no. pure something and pure love or pure you know mm. whatever so i mean that's that and angels so this this whole thing about the angels and the euphrates river drying up and the angels bound and that is for me is ridiculous i mean in my head it's a ridiculous story you're gonna have to refresh my memory i'm not sure what you're talking about in the bible they're saying like the, in the four bible cast down from heaven and blah 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 satan is an angel blah 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 they were cast down from heaven and chained underneath the euphrates river and when the river dries up they will break out and then create havoc on the earth you know um, see that makes me think we're applying human concepts in the human mind to stuff like it that's what i said when i first met del he, he used to say well, to me years ago you hate the bible i said i don't hate the bible it's a beautiful book with a lot of positive love and energy in it i said but there's still finding versions that weren't in it my whole point to him was it is however they received the information whether it was channeling whether it was from angels whatever it was human ears heard that human ears interpreted it and human hands wrote it is what i was saying and i believe that a lot of it is sort of metaphorical including like you said like fallen angels and things like that i have a hard time wrapping my mind around that because that's a human concept to me that there's I good and bad in heaven and the bad guys bit, you know, like Lucifer got angry and whatever else and decided, nope, I'm out of here, or God kicked him out. Like that sounds really applying human yeah. principles. You know? Yeah, no, mm -hmm. that I think that the bad that came from the other world that does exist here and then you know it shows up in our haunted houses, and there are some crap that I do know that happens, but I they're not cast down from angels. They're they're bad, they're bad beings that are down here i don't think it applies to angels but i mean that's just my two cents i mean people can believe whatever they need to believe but that was just another like conspiracy thing they're putting in i 
think the Bible tends to put human concept on every deity there is, like you said. I mean, no matter what it is, we could talk about that flying purple people eater and they could say, well, we have this flying purple people eater and basically it doesn't just eat people. It eats dogs and cats too. It goes on and on yeah. and says all this yeah. crap to make it worse than what it is, you know? So no, well, I agree with you. And like Leah said, humans are flawed. And anytime we translate things, it's going to be through our own perception. But I have to agree with you. Like I said earlier, I forget what we were referring to, but I said that that's kind of from a human perspective. Oh, when I was talking about um, why other potentially what I had heard, why other races, ET races, won't intervene, and it's because we're not really in our human. I think they had said like we're in a 3D form. So, you know, who we really are with our higher self, we're 5D and higher. So they knew that we really weren't who we are. We're in the form that we are because it's the greatest potential to learn, basically. And it made a lot of sense to me. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it makes absolute sense. Oh, I suppose earlier on they asked, I, I had, I guess, teased the audience about how to contact or get some kind of contact. Yeah, then we got off track. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I need to bring that back because I don't want to be a liar. Um, yeah. So You why? just forgot. You're not a liar. That's all we were talking yeah. about. Other stuff. So if, if you do have Moldavite, I would suggest, and it works for you, I would suggest meditating with it. Um, I don't know what you're going to get. I do believe there are protocols. There really is. Um, CE5 contact. If you ever heard about CE5 contact, Dr. Greer. I mean, you don't have to go out. Everybody thinks that you, there's like little trap emails that will make you pay for this and that. You really don't there's have to. There's an app. There's an app. Yeah. All, all the information that you need is absolutely 100% free. I think the only thing the app charges is like $10 once to download. Yeah, and it that's goes it. And yeah, because I have that app. Um, I've made contact where I got it validated without the apps, although I want to do it with a group of people. Because I do think there is power. And the one thing that the Bible alludes to that I was talking about, when two or more gather together in his name, it is basically all that for me, my interpretation of that is when you have more than one soul or spirit coming together for a common cause, you're most likely going to get a good result. Okay. Amplify the energy. Or the, like uh, my friend Augie calls it the mastermind when there's two or more, right? Whatever it oh. is, yes, it, it it exponentially increases the energy, I believe. And you're all focusing on the same thing. Cassandra Sharp says she has the app, but she put an interesting comment. I don't know if you want to read it, Dave, or not, but it's pretty cool. Well, it's, I mean, there's probably a good joke behind this, but it says there's info out there saying that Lucifer was God's treasurer. Why would God need a treasure? That's exactly. my Exactly. Yeah. Uh, once again, it's somebody putting human concept on something spiritual, which has nothing to do with human. So I, I think that... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe God's bad with his money. I don't know. Um, he just yeah, doesn't need money. <laughs> God made money. <laughs> well, he's got a treasurer, maybe, yeah. I made so much money. I need someone to take care of this for me. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe a lot of stuff that's out there. I really don't. I believe, you know what I believe in? I believe in aliens and flying monkeys and Bigfoots and Mothman. Those are way more real than anything in that Bible to me. They really are. 
Well, the I way really I love... look at the Bible when I explained it to Del, because he misunderstood, I what I was saying is it's the same reason why people think Ouija boards are bad. Collectively, energy can be created nor destroyed. Uh, can't be created nor destroyed but transferred from one place to another collectively there are a lot of people that have a belief that it's bad it's evil it's whatever but is it it's just a tool but there's collective energy right globally around the world when then we have the bible there's a lot of positive love and belief and energy in it and if we don't understand i just shared this with somebody talking and learning about uh, mentoring with them learning about energy i sent them dr emoto's water experiment and then there's another one that has been done with plants. And when you put, say, negative words at something, you send words like I hate you and blah, 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 right? What happens to the water and the plant versus going by the water or like I say, the plant, whatever, and saying, I love you. You look beautiful today. And the difference. Yeah. So there's something to it. Right? That's scientifically proven that that words and feelings have energy behind them. Oh, um, to get back before I forget again. That's what I meant so, about the Bible, though. That's where I was going with it, that the Bible has a collective good feeling around it is what I meant. There is, there's, you know, the Bible was necessary for a while. It really was. It was necessary until, like you said, the hand of man got in it and people got too power hungry. But for ETs, I don't want to get on a Bible kit because if I do, I will just go the rest of the show on that. Um, there is uh, the ETs. So there's Dr. Stephen Greer, the app doing that. I can tell you this too. If you want need something a little easier and you're just experiment, experimenting and you have a little, you're a little scared. Um, one, you got to get rid of the fear. Because if you're going to put out there that you want contact or that you want to see something, then don't fear it because they are not disrespectful. If you have a fear in it, they won't show up because they don't want people to be afraid. And I know that for a fact, they don't want people to fear them. That's why it's taking so long to come here. We need to, you know, it's gotta be slow, spoonful. Yeah, but, but the same thing, right, David, just want to throw this in there. And I say this to people often that are learning like to connect with spirit, for example, and, and they never really think about this. Like say they feel like it's not happening for them and other people around them if they're in a class it is and they're feeling discouraged and I asked them have you ever sat down and really asked yourself that if an angel appeared before you or your guides or whatever what would you do how would you react yeah. and they go I never thought about it and I can tell you 99.9% .9 of people that we sit and talk about it, they think about, they realize, oh my God, I would be terrified. I think I'm going crazy. I would think whatever. I said, now, does this explain to you why? And I'm applying it to ET as well, that they respect you. They're not here to scare you. They're not, they don't want to do that to you. So no, they're not going to show up. So we need to be honest with ourselves and really look at that as where I was going with it and our feelings. Yeah. Around it. Oh, that's, no, I'm glad you said that. Cause that's absolutely that hit that point home. That's perfect. Perfect. Um, when you meditate and when you, this is, this, this works the same for like, well, kind of the same for like little people or the, the that kind of world, the, the gnomes and all that. When you put out there that you are open to this and that you are like, you just like something, even just, you know, in your meditations, in your thoughts, in your heart, you have to feel it. Just say, I, and I do it all the time. I, I always tell them, I'm like, whenever you want to show up, I'm right here. I'm totally cool with it. I, I will literally meditate the coordinates to my house 
I will try to rise above my body and show them. This is Dave. Dave is here. He's here. <laughs> I just seen this big sign out in the ethers with this flash going, Dave is here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, come on. No, but it's I true. Love it. But I have to I tell you it. too, there are, I the being that I saw when I was a child did not scare me. So in, in most people. That was the would reptilian, right, Dave? The reptilian? Yeah, people would probably, if they saw that, and that was real time. We're not talking in my mind's eye. It was standing right there in the house. And, and you were awake. They, you were reptilians, awake. I know this. Reptilians are portal jumpers, are also interdimensional as well. Um, they can they know how to get out in and out. Um, but anyway, I didn't I didn't. If I saw that again, it wouldn't scare me because I, I understand that look that he had. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't look exactly like all the pictures you see, but pretty close. Um, but it, it didn't scare me. So that'd be okay. Now there might be some out there that would scare me. You know, I, I don't, you know, ugh. I can't think of, I can't, I'm trying to be funny, but I want to say anything bad. Um, I mean, if they look like certain people that I know about, it'd probably scare me. Yeah. Uh, but, but just, I, you got to be open to it, but you can get the contact without the visuals easily. You, you say you want to see something and you're open to it. Keep your eyes in the sky and eventually you'll see something. They will let you see if, if anybody for one minute thinks that there is not a thousand UFOs flying around this earth at every, any given time, I think you're crazy because they don't have to, we don't have to see them. They can, we already know you can cloak stuff. That's already been proved. They actually made a cloaking cloth now. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Remember that yep. cloaking cloth from Harry Potter? They actually exactly. made one. I was one. just thinking that. Yep. Yep. And that's true. And it's actually there. It's it's there. It's palatable. You can touch it. So um, we have a lot of those things. And just think, anything that we have that's really, really cool, they probably have it 50,000 times even cooler than we do because we're a very young race of beings. We're not that old at all. In the span of time, uh, there was a guy I watched on TikTok, in fact, to bring it up. He drove, took a piece of paper and on the, each line, he said that was an inch. I think I'm kind of uh, sizzled out. Can you still hear me? Oh, there I am. Oh, yeah, I can so, hear you, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, so he took that and he put the inches and he put like, this is when the pyramids were built and then this time span and then where we are, which is about this big. Before the pyramids, see this area right here? Before the pyramids, you would have to go two miles back worth of paper with those to even get to prehistoric times. And then there were things before prehistoric times. So the people might be young here, but the earth, the earth is not young at all. The earth has been here a while. Um, Japan came out with the invisibility fabric over a decade ago. See, and that's another thing. We're like 10 years behind everything. Well, that's where I was going with all this. So, um, like I said, I'm I'm not going to be ridiculous about stuff because I I just said this to someone I'm working with right now, sort of learning about their abilities and 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 letting them know 
it's been very helpful for them to be able to hear people's stories or topics like this to realize, oh my God, I thought I was going crazy and they're not. And, you know, talking about all this stuff that's out there. And this is the stuff that we're, we're shown as the people, as the muggles, we if you call us that. Same thing, I call people that have their regular day job and then they do things like this. I call it their muggle job. But the thing is, yeah, like, look at Japan, how advanced they are. And then, you know, we look at ourselves. No, we're not in the dark ages or the stone age. But my point is, they don't show us where they're at, right? What they've got coming, what they're experimenting with, what they're doing behind the scenes, and I'm not uh, saying that from a fear-based perspective. What I'm saying is we just get to see, maybe when it's really safe, I don't know, but it finally comes out. But they're way ahead of what we think we see. Sorry, Dave, go ahead. No, that's true. Like like the whole Wizard of Oz thing, you know, don't pay attention mm. to the man behind the curtain. And, and that's just life in general. The Wizard of Oz even told you back then. I mean, like I said, you got to pay attention to things that happened before here because we've been given breadcrumbs all this time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I was going to say, um, where did I go? I lost myself for a minute, Laurelie. I don't know. Well, would you want to do our reading maybe? So if there's somebody listening or do you want to wait a little bit? Uh, no, it's set seven. Well, who's all on? What do we got? Okay. So we'll, we'll give you guys a few minutes. We'll keep talking. But if you're new here or if you've returned, we do something called the Unpredictable Predictable Reading. That's David's title, and I love it. So anytime during the period of two hours that we're on, we pick somebody that kind of lights up if you've got a question, and we will give you um, some feedback that we receive from Spirit or your guides and maybe pull a card or so. So if you've got a question, feel free to type it in the chat, and we'll watch for it and see where we can go with it. Right, Dave? Did I miss anything? No, that's exactly correct. Oh, and if anybody is listening and if you think that you are crazy for your beliefs, you just come sit between me and Laura Lee and you will feel completely sane. That's where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, David, because I, when somebody contacts me and I'm grateful when they do and they'll say, you're going to think I'm crazy. And I always say, try me. Because I say, even if I haven't heard of it, even if I haven't experienced it, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And if the person, you can usually feel someone's being truthful with you, that that they experienced it. It was real to them. Mm -hmm. Yes, oh, exactly. I love what Leah said. I'm going to read this, Dave. That's okay. She goes, that's why I love being here. I love these type of conversations. Yeah, we do too. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Leah, I've, I've done readings for Leah before and we've we've talked about some crazy things some crazies um but you know what's really funny I would say it, it, paranormal is the new normal it really is yeah it is you know what my saying is and I've said this for a really long time what we think is the normal or the norm like that we would call normal I say that's actually the abnormal because that doesn't happen very often. But the abnormal, which we always thought is rare, is becoming more common. And that's actually become the norm. Like the abnormal yeah. is the norm and the norm is the abnormal. That's what I always say. <laughs> it's funny that we went from our intelligence has raised on our planet. But the one thing that went down is our I'm going to say our intelligence is up, but our smarts are down because people are just falling. Street for smarts, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the um, the uh, the intelligence of 
uh, mathematics and all that kind of intelligence that went up, but the intelligence of just being a, like most of these people nowadays, I swear, if you put them out in the woods, they'd never find their way back. I mean, even if well, you know like, what, you're right, Dave, because um, Del and I talk about this, and he has a good friend, and he always says he's extremely smart, mean book smart, but he has no common sense. And what he means by that is, yeah, he could he could probably do things faster than a, a calculator or computer with some stuff but like you said put them out in the woods give them a power tool <laughs> and i'm being facetious but i'm saying that it's like life experience and having common sense or using discernment because everything's quick 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 now right with the computer with their phone whatever and we're getting very reliant on devices i think instead of using that questioning nature that we have as human beings and to try and seek out the answers. Yep, that's true. I think a lot of people, and this is kind of funny, and it's kind of sad though. This is what a lot of people remind me of, especially when I go on social media. And I'm not saying social media people are stupid at all. I'm just saying a lot of people that I see. Uh, years and years ago, somebody I was dating, they were writing something out on a piece of paper and they said, um, honey, how do you spell refrigerator? And I said, oh, I-C-E-B-O-X, and they're writing it down and they said that doesn't look like it and i said no that's how you do it and they literally believe me i mean i'm like are you are you kidding me i just spelled icebox you know so people i mean i caught that person off guard they were writing something down and i just went on and spelled it and just went with it and they do you believe me? that's how you spell refrigerator no icebox um so i think that's what's happening to a lot of people now <laughs> you know well, that's why I say, Dave, like tonight, like we ask some kind of hot people ask some questions that have been going around and they're hot button topics. And I'm a true believer and I try not to tell people what to believe. I feel you're the same way. You're going to share an opinion. There's nothing wrong with that if it's asked for. But I always say I really think that we have it within. I always think if we're going to ask a question, sometimes there is a question. We just don't know the answer. But a lot of times we do, but we're. We want some validation, I think, globally. I'm not pointing anybody out. So when we ask those questions, we want to hear what people have to say. Like, does that sound right? Does it seem right? Does it feel right? But we can all yeah. think for ourselves. We can all like, and if you're still like thinking, hey, I wonder if this is going on, take a look. Take a look at what's out there. Take take some time. Research for yourself. And we should do that with everything, I think. Question it. Not from really a suspicion Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I get to know as much as I know by not questioning every single little thing that went through my life. I'm like everything. I even I even questioned my own NDE over and over and over again and did so much research just to, because I was even like, all right, that wasn't, you know, and I was the same way. I was um, talking it, about you Monday night. For those of you uh, that weren't there Monday night, I had uh, Barbara, my, her name is completely, it'll come to me. Um, Bartolome, I knew it would be that. And she runs the International Near Death, I forget what, I forget the letters right now, I wasn't prepared to bring it up, but it's out of Santa Barbara. And she's got lots of videos on YouTube and stuff. And I reached out a couple of years ago, I was really touched by, I think it was her story that she shared. And she's really entertaining. Anyways, Dave, I was mentioning you just before you popped in and going, well, my co-host has had the most fascinating experience as an adult that he has shared some of this stuff. So, mm -hmm. 
it's weird. I'm, I'm almost happy that I had that experience as an adult than as a child, but I'll have to say this. Everybody that I talked to who had that kind of experience, even when you're a child, it does not leave you. She had the same experiences I did, almost at the identical age, and she never found out. I don't know if you were still there, because um, she had written NDEs in her, in her bio, and I'm thinking, I don't hear her mentioning another, and I guess she was about 18 months old. I was about two and three quarters, almost three years old. But same thing happened, super, super, super high fever, seizuring, but her brother's 10 years older than her. And she said he didn't tell her till about 10 years ago when she was in her late 40s, early 50s about what had happened. She ended up dying with the seizure and how she had come back and what she'd gone through and the whole bit. She had no idea until she was an adult that she'd actually, actually had the experience, which I believe I have also had at that age. And she said the same thing. We don't remember what she remembers when she had it, when she was an adult. So that was for yourself too, Dave, like as an adult, what you can remember, it's powerful. Yeah. Cause when I was a child, I was already, I already knew ghosts exist. I mean, they were proving themselves left and right in every house we had. So I knew all that was there. I knew spirits existed. I knew all that. So I guess if, well, if I would have had an NDE, it probably wasn't necessary then. I think because I put it all to the side and they just said, let's off them again so we can remember. And so I don't know. I, I'd make jokes about it. But Well, the one uh, thing I mentioned that I've heard, I want to ask you this. I didn't mean to cut you off here, but it just popped in and I don't want to forget. I have seen through my research and what have you over the last 40 years that there are people whose hearts and their breathing stops. They would be considered clinically dead. But they don't really have a near-death experience. Like what I've been shown and I believe to be true is everybody that goes through that type of experience does not have what would be classified as an NDE. You've been resuscitated, but you're not having, like you're not making that connection with the other side, even to be told maybe that it's not your time, you need to go back. Like I have met people that that has happened to, yet they've never had that type of experience. So what Spirit has shown to me, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, is that it wasn't necessary for them to have one in that time for whatever it was. Maybe it was just to go through the experience, like, cause obviously you're going to go in the hospital and whatever after resuscitation, but they don't have these profound experiences. Everybody, what's your thoughts on that? No, that's absolutely true. There are some, I, I get asked that question a lot or people, people always ask me, Oh, my friend went in an NDE and all they saw was darkness. And that my, my question is always this, they saw darkness. They said, yeah. And I said, if they were experiencing darkness and they and they died, then yes, that was an NDE. But that's all they remember. Maybe it might not be important for all of us. I mean, for me. I've been getting I people saying you're having them, though, and they've had no experience. Yes, it was very traumatic that your heart stopped and you stopped breathing. But to me an NDE is an experience whether you've got one foot still in the earthly realm one back home or you've encountered those in spirit and had an experience even if you just see them no matter what it is right but when you say you've been resuscitated but you don't have any memory nothing happened like you didn't that's what I've been shown by spirit is that it's not necessary for somebody maybe in that time to have that type of experience meaning yeah they're making it sound like just because your heart and your breathing stops that it's an NDE. And to me, that doesn't 
that's not the way they're classified? No, because there's actually NDEs of people who didn't <laughs> go through that. I've mine was so I mean, my NDE was long, and then mine's a whole other story because I had the NDE because everything stopped. I remember that exact moment. I was like, boop, here I am. Hello. Uh, I remember that. But then I had come back and was then had to go in and out of my body for two months while I was in a coma. So that was a whole nother thing. But in the NDE experience, sometimes a, a 10 second heart stopped can give you as much information as somebody Absolutely. who's been gone for 45 to three hours. And then there are people who didn't go through the actual death part, who did go unconscious or almost close to flatline, who had the NDE because it was important that they saw this or knew this. Yep. I think it's just all of importance of the individual. And some people have NDEs and they never tell anybody about it. I met a woman the other day. She says, you're brave for going out there and telling people about not death. She said, I can't do that, but I don't think it was my calling. I said, no, it wasn't your calling, but don't you feel better now because you know you're okay? And she's like, yes. She said, I think every day that I had that experience. And, and it's true. I mean, it's traumatic and it's, but in the end, like I said earlier in the, in the program, everything here is kind of temporary. So you don't have to worry if it's out of your control, it's out of your control. If you have an NDE and all you saw is blackness and hell, well, maybe that's what you needed to see, you know? And, and I've had people, you know, most NDEs. I, I've I read about it and I've studied it. I've I think I've talked with you about it off here. We'll do a show on NDEs or near death experiences, yeah. definitely. But my whole right. what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say, yes, I have met people who have not even flatlined, have not stopped breathing, but they have had what could possibly be, if we're looking at NDEs or near death experiences as connecting with the other side, seeing maybe it's Jesus, maybe it's your loved ones, maybe it's your guys, get finding out from the other side, maybe what your life purpose is, why you're here, what you're meant to do. I have met people like that, but I'm also saying that there are people, and for whatever reason, this is with no judgment. They will classify it as an NDE, but they remember nothing, nothing at all. They've just been told their heart stopped and they stopped breathing. Now, maybe they're keeping it secret, but I've met certain, a lot of people that I think are not quite getting where that term came from in the beginning, like when people were looking at the phenomena and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. All I'm saying is what spirit has given me is that not everybody has that type of experience when yes. they... Lack of a better term, flatline is what I'm trying to say. I have to agree with you, Laura Lee. I, that's the way I categorize it. When somebody has an NDE and they had an emotional, physical, uh, Thank you. all that experience, yes. that's an NDE. If somebody just boop, bring them back, that's not an NDE. That's you died and came back. That's it. We yes. died and we started your heart. Yes. Now, yes. I think yeah, but some people put it in the category of, well, there's something wrong with me that nothing, I didn't see anything. No. 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 Not no. Maybe you didn't wrong. need to or wasn't meant to. It could have been yeah. that maybe when they flatlined and they were brought back right away, maybe you were meant to play a role by your experience that it helped somebody around you, a loved one, family members, whatever it may be. There's always a purpose for everything that happens, I think. But that's where I was going with this. I think you you just hit the nail on the head with the way you just I want to tell you something really, it's something mm -hmm. to think about. And I'm not going to give an opinion on this. So there was 
somebody that I, one of the people who had said that they had an NDE and uh, they said, all I saw was blackness and everything. Okay. And mm -hmm. I was, I was um, curious and I asked what their belief was. Oh, I'm an atheist. I'm this and that. I know. And I said, well, what happens after you die? He goes, oh, nothing. It's just black. And I said, do you understand that because of your belief, when that happened, maybe that's all you saw because of your belief. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to tell you if you consciously remember seeing black for one, you weren't, you weren't dead. You were near deathing because you're conscious because of the near death, you stay conscious mm -hmm. while everything else goes to sleep, you know? Um, but uh, Sandra Sharp is putting up a question. She says, my NDE was over before the paramedics got there, but it felt like several hours. Yeah, it does. Mine felt mm -hmm. like I was there forever. So, There's no time on the other side. There's no time in space. So mm -hmm. no, to go back to aliens and NDEs. It's funny that you don't hear a lot of people who have NDEs, but you will hear just about every one of us say, because it's ingrained knowledge, we are not the only people here and there's a million other places to incarnate. So we all know that aliens do exist, even NDE people, even if they don't talk about that in their NDE, they know that there are other life besides us. They know that, we know yes. that, yeah. This is such a cool topic. We were going to do a reading, so nobody's really asked a question. So how about, do you feel, what do you feel about this, Dave, that we just, um, I'm going to pull a card. Do you want to just put something out there? And if people hear this and you feel something resonates, it is meant With for all you. With all aliens and all that and all the reptilians, I'm feeling some dragon energy. So Oh, I love that deck. I want it so bad. I've got, I've got Oracle card envy. <laughs> It's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful deck, these dragon oh, oracles. Oh, you know what? I was going to use my new deck, and since you're right, we're doing UFOs, I'm going to do Keys of the Arcturian. Arcturians, you can't yep. get this deck anymore. This is a channeled um, computer thing of, sorry, I was just going to say crop circles. Go ahead, Dave, and then I'll pull it. Oh, no, that's okay. And to anybody who's interested in anything I got, I'm not promoted by anybody, but from Hay House, Diana you can get Cooper. these from yeah, Diana I knew it, Diana Cooper. <laughs> she's just like us. I swear, if you just saw her for a minute and you didn't know anything about her, you'd go, that woman's crazy. But she's not. She's very intelligent. And she knows a lot about dragon energy. And there's a gentleman she works with, too. I got I the card. love dragons, but. Love dragons. I don't know if you can. Dragons on your arm. There we go. Dragon energy is that. real energy. It's, it's absolutely real energy. You might not see a dragon anymore, but dragon energy is a real, real energy. And powerful. So, Lord, you go ahead whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm just shuffling. Okay, so we're going to pull cards from the keys of the Arcturians. So, hang on. I'm hearing stop. So, cut the deck. This just fell. So, I'm going to show you the picture. This has very little things. So, if you can, I'm going to hold it up. I know you can see my ring light. I'll try and pull it back a little bit. Wait, this way. Okay, so the light that's moving, that's my ring. Oh, maybe I'll try and turn it off for you so you can get a better picture. Take a screenshot if you can. There's always a replay, guys, okay, on YouTube or on Facebook. There's always a replay. And there, and wherever talk radio or podcasts are carried so you know that. Because I get lots of people lately messaging me, oh, my God, I missed your show. So, But what I mean, if you're hearing this, take a screenshot. If you can, take this into meditation. On the back, we've got a word of believe it or not, intention. And I think that that's a powerful word for tonight. By setting your intention, being open-minded, 
look further, look deeper. When you've got questions, always nice to bounce it off somebody else, but you are the keeper of all the knowledge, okay? Because our higher selves um, within, we have that inner knowing. We, we do know what was, what is. And actually, I believe by connecting to source energy, what, what will come or what the potentialities are. So I can't, I'm going to put this up because I think it's important. On the back of each one of these cards is a channeled foil. You can see that. I'm going to hold it up. I'm going to hold it straight. If you can, take a screenshot and take that into the meditation because this is a gift for you. And he says, you take this into a meditation, this symbol, and it will unlock something within. Maybe something you're seeking, something you want to know. Go ahead, Dave, because we haven't got a ton of time left. So go ahead. Okay. This um really funny. The um one I picked, the one that flew out was the black dragon energy, which is actually fifth dimensional energy, which is Perfect. aliens, fifth dimensional energy. So I'll let you take a look at it. I know it looks mm -hmm. ominous, right? It is not ominous. The black dragon is very protective. You see how his tail is going around that the black dragon is extremely protective. So know that you're protected in all this. You don't have to be worried about anything. Um, and this is like what she said before. This, back, this, this card also states about meditation and reflecting. So we talked a lot. And this is funny that it came out like this. So it talks about metamorphosis too. This card is all about reflecting on things that went home. It's not reliving your past, but reflecting on stuff that happened in the past. So you understand why you are where you are right now and why things are going on the way they are right now. And during those processes, the black dragons will help you. So I think that it's very strong, powerful dragon too. It's very, very cool. Um, however you need to see that dragon, you go right ahead, but know that that energy is with everybody who's watching right now and anybody who watches this there forward. So if you need to um, experiment or play or contact ETs or just go do some research, just let the world just let the world wash over and pick out whatever you need to pick out. Don't believe everything you hear. Just believe what you know in your heart. Also, I heard to call on your dragons. They're there to protect you. They're big, they're strong, whether you believe in it or not, right? The energies there. Yeah. Hey, dragons, don't, dragons don't give a crap whether you believe in them or not. They're always there. I don't want to forget to tell you guys, stay tuned. Uh, the Dell has been pre-recording his shows. So he did it today. I think it was today or last night, uh, just because he's taking a class for the next week or two. But uh, like I said, he's got Laurie and Fenton. They're going right into UFOs and all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of cool because I forgot. I didn't know he was going to talk about this. So he's uh, wow. with the delicious recipe right after. Um, I'll, you want me to go first home where they can find me and then you can go, Dave? Right ahead. Okay, so if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me at facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. I've got two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for some of the things we talked about tonight and the Angel Rocker Tribe for the other things that we've talked about. You ever have a show idea? Maybe you want us to talk about a topic, whether it's on here or the Angel Rock, which will be on Monday night. So it always is here on UPRN, same time, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live this Monday. I have Lana Sackwild coming on and she is, I would call her an expert when it comes to lucid dreaming, talking about how to do it and the whole bit. Take it away, Dave, because we'll be back mm -hmm. next week with another topic with us. Okay. Um, you can find me pretty much on a lot of social media at, at David Hansel and uh, at medium David Hansel. And it's spelt medium, not Madium. 
spelt medium, David Hansel, there's no numbers in it, so there's a lot of imposters for me, okay? You find me on TikTok, under TikTok, <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, mm-hmm. TikTok, Facebook, um, Instagram. If you want to get hold of me for a reading or find out more about me, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com, or you can write to me at david at theywhispertome.com. Also, my podcast is Mystic Stew, which is on Apple, Spotify, Google, it's iHeart, wherever you pretty much can get yours. It's short vignettes, so if you don't have to uh, do a big commitment to listen to it. Thank you for listening, you guys. And we'd like to ask you... What's under your bed? Your bed, yes. Mm-hmm. So we will see you next Thursday, guys. We can't wait. Uh, thanks for being here. Much love and light. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you Monday. Otherwise, Dave and I will be back next Thursday. Stay tuned for the Dell. Because like I said, we're going to continue the UFO stuff right now. Next, coming up. <laughs>